Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Stick of Pork in it. Of course, with Shannon. And Ev. And Ev. <laughs> this is our first video podcast, so welcome to it. We hope you'll continue to follow along, comment, share, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. But today's episode, Ev, you really brought this guy to the table. Yeah, uh, you know, David Brown, he was a client um, that I met at one of our pantries in Palmetto, Florida, and has just an incredible story of, you know, hope, bravery, resilience, um, the things that we see so often with the people in our world. But, um, you know, he he overcame a pretty unexpected and significant challenge that, uh, you know, really kind of put him and his family in a difficult place in a time where everyone is struggling. And uh, we needed to share this story with you guys about how he got through that, you know, what that took and where he's at today. Yeah. So the little nuggets that you have in that you're going to be hearing in just a second is how important family is, no matter who they are. It could be your traditional, extended, blended, dogs, (laughs) all of that is in. But you know, we at in our world in food banking and hunger relief, pretty much at all 200 of our food banks, we know that any given day, you can be one step away from losing it all. And then you need to be able to depend on folks. And David was really the person to help share his story. So enjoy meeting David Brown. And thank you for listening and now watching Stick Fork in It. So excited to have you join us, David. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? We're doing great. We're doing great. So, you know, we're going to get to the meat and the heart of the discussion on why we're here today. But first of all, we want to know about you. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I actually grew up in Hampton, Georgia. Uh, True Kathy actually lived in our neighborhood, the owner of play. Uh, As kids growing up, it was kind of funny. We used to go cow tipping out there on his pasture and <laughs> we had a little bit of fun with that and uh so it was always a good uh a good little group of people around so before we go any further i gotta tell you i younger years it's not nice today <laughs> i get it peter don't hate on me but i did that too when i was young uh-huh. I grew up in the country um out in odessa so yep. um, Mm-hmm. I can't say I've ever no. done it. I've, I've uh, you know, we there's like some cow pastures here, and I live, I live, grew up in Tampa, but you know, we've talked about it. We never actually tried it, but yeah. <laughs> so, so David, I, I can take you even the cow pasture was behind the church, so when we had youth group and people didn't have their eyes on us, we would go and do that. <laughs> talk about That's angels. Funny. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. So you you had a, a really sounds like a great childhood and a terrific area are there any tell us about a memory you know like a family memory that you know we're all about food here that's the one thing we know we all have in common no matter where what or when we come from right do you have any like really terrific memories beyond cow tipping that uh (laughs) you did with your family uh yeah so like normal families through the holidays we would all get together and our uh biggest thing was we'd get together and uh noon in Georgia, and then in Conyers sometimes as well. And uh, we had a pretty big family, so, you know, the, the food was always good, big old turkeys and hams, and, uh, yeah. you know, it was just always good to get uh, family-oriented together 
to be able to kind of talk about, you know, family stuff going on, whether it be issues or whether it be, uh, you know, just conversating over story. Yeah. And always going through, like, stuff that's happened to people in the past, whether it be family, friends, whatever you have, uh, it always, like, brings the best out of it. Is, yeah. uh Whenever things like that happens or stuff in and uh, to be able to like get around the table and conversate about it mm-hmm. and bounce off opinions off of their friends or families mm-hmm. is always something I look at. That's so very true. So when you were back, you know, with those families, is there a favorite food? Uh, everybody who hears this knows what Eb says, but <laughs> what's your favorite food from your childhood? Childhood, I would say, uh, believe it or not, I do like a country style, uh, like it's like a casserole. It's like green bean casserole. Nice. Oh yeah. And uh, I do kind of a little bit different from what people normally do with uh, bacon and then ham, onions, peppers. Uh, do mushroom sauce. Then I'll do the onions on top. Wow. Make it really well, and it's really good. You gotta send us that okay, recipe. Okay, you just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta send because <laughs> that I make that too in a different way, and it's it's my oldest son's favorite. If we're you know, of course, your traditional holidays, but every once in a while, he'll go, Mom, will you really, will you make the green bean casserole or whatever it is? And it's like, that doesn't go with spaghetti dinner, but sure, because, you know, that's what parents do. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. Tell me about your family today. What's going oh, on? You have your own family. Yes. So, uh, my family, I'm actually uh, a divorced parent, so now I'm remarried. So we have kind of a blended family. My wife was divorced well back in the day. Uh, so we have we range from 25 all the way to four, yeah, with seven kids. Was that down to four? You said. Four? Yeah, down to four. Gotcha. And uh, so yeah, we're we were just kind of living it up with the the family, and uh, family time is everything to me. Uh, being able to be at ball games, cheerleading. You know, any of that right. kind of stuff has always mm-hmm. been my, my main part. Enjoying uh, all of their moments. How did you guys yes. meet? Uh, actually, she moved from uh, New Jersey down to Port Charlotte. And I was in a uh, apartment complex down there. I was running a commercial tire center in Punta Corda. And she moved and ended up right next door to me. So I was out on the, uh, out on the balcony and I was seeing this beautiful woman. I was like, man, I'm going to meet her one day. <laughs> and not even two days later, she came over asking if I knew how to hang up pictures and uh, knew how to put stuff up in the apartment. And I was like, of course I do. I got everything you need. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it'll be perfect. Yes. <laughs> it will so, be perfect. Yeah. I mean, it went on from there. And I remember our first time we're on the porch and, uh, I asked her, I go, can I give you a kiss? Like, of course you can. And, uh, you know, it went on from there and we ended up getting married. And, uh, you know, it's been wonderful ever since. It's been a, a godsend, actually. I was in a, uh, a bad spot in my life at that point because I just got a divorce. So, you know, the custody battles, the trials and errors that people always go through. And we always get at that deep time and, uh, you know, Whatever y'all uh, prayed about, it. 
and all of a sudden this and it turns my depression my sad times good times wonderful yeah she brought you joy yes that's amazing and the kids all of them are fun is there anything that you're doing um with her children um that are now your children too but is there anything that you're doing with her children that is might be a little different than your experience with your own yes uh with them being teenagers so they came uh and a lot of people would benefit from this anyways they came from a bad father uh, was addicted had issues and, uh so the kids it was like god brought us all together to help and uh her kids were struggling i mean with everything and what has been done in this almost two years now is amazing yeah. it went from broken down uh stayed in their rooms with uh you know the stevia teenager things now they're thriving. I mean, we both had jobs. So I was helping uh, my son out with his license. He uh, fortunately didn't get him 16 like every mm. kid desires to. And uh, so I, I helped him. We went to uh, the Ellington DMV, got his permit, and did his license all in the same day. I would take him out in a uh, like parking lot and teach him how to parallel park, how to park. Stuff like that for teenagers and uh so he got his license he ended up uh getting a job down there at costco and then we moved uh well that may be a little bit like, and then he got a job at costco and my daughter actually trains dogs okay so she uh she was doing her own little adventure she was only 13 at the time. oh wow wow making decent money for a kid i mean it was, it was really good yeah they they both really have thrived and then her older two uh still live in florida uh, one lives in ellington mm-hmm. and she worked and her other daughter lives in miami and she's a stay-at-home mom. so it's been wonderful yeah, that is so that's so amazing it's really cool to see them grow up like that you know to be there for those kind of important phases of their lives yeah and then to see the the hurt in some kids and to be able to give them a structure and a father figure that they haven't ever had. And it almost brings the kids to enjoy and to love those moments more than what normal kids would ever experience. Yeah. Right. So you help provide stability, which was yeah. what they've been lacking, right? The whole somebody, time, yes. Somebody they can count on to teach them how to drive, or tell them their day. They're they're wonderful and compliment them and let them know um, that they're cared for. Exactly. Step in and do that. You've done that for them. Yes, and it comes to like it's such a little thing, but it means so much. It does. And it changes- we take that. I think Ev can probably chime in about that. You know, his family. You know, he's really you tell your story Adam. yeah real I mean, quick well so yeah i have uh basically i have i have a stepfather and two half sisters who are 13 years younger than me so it's quite a quite a gap and uh you know it's just very interesting kind of having you know almost like a kids of your own you know <laughs> growing up um and just like seeing them through those milestones and they're you know they're 20 and uh 18 now and it's just such a uh 
you know, you see them through all of these huge life changes, and um, yeah, it's just, just it's really feels really good, you know, to kind of be mm-hmm. be a support system for them. Hundred <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. So this blended family, what holiday traditions have you guys come up with? Have you come up with anything of your own that you guys own that's special to you? Uh. Not a hundred percent because we are kind of all spread out now, but before that we would, you know, holidays, we would all get together and then we have a uh, beautiful grandson and he's, uh, he is one and uh, almost two right now. Okay. And he's, he's getting bigger. So that's always been uh, a big deal to be able to go see him. And then we bring the whole family down to Miami we kind of go walk uh, the malls is and stuff like that. So that was always a big thing. Just anything family related yeah. has Being always together. been, yeah, is, uh, you know, what lacks a lot of things in this world. With so life. your family, your blended family, you have all the way down from one as a grandchild all the way up to 25 that spans. Yep. Wow. Eight people. Yeah, eight people. Grand, <laughs> Spectrum. <laughs> yeah, it goes, uh, you get every, uh, how do you want to call that? Every personality you could think of is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like you're in a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Called of I always yeah. say if, if I could write my own book over my family, it would be a bestseller. <laughs> Get busy now. We're, we're we're starting future talk right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> ABC Action News is teaming up with Feeding Tampa Bay to help feed families in our community. Nearly one million local families, individuals, and seniors struggle every day to make ends meet. Your neighbor, friend, or family members may be making difficult choices today between bills, medical costs, or food. Together, we are placing food on their tables and building connections to services that provide better health and stability. Join us as we move closer to ending hunger by 2025. Visit abcactionnews.com slash gives. So, talk about, because our content team, how, how is Dave even on the show? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, we met, I think, last October, right? Um, yeah. At, uh, I think it was First UMC in, in Palmetto, uh, a church that is uh, an agency that helps Feeding Tampa Bay distribute the food that, that we receive. And, um, you know, we were, uh, my team, you know, the content team, we go out into the field and we, you know, kind of gather content from all the different programs and distributions and stuff just to share with folks. And we try to talk to some of the people who are there. Uh, and David happened to be there uh, at, uh, at the time we visited because they we had a partner uh, donate dog food and dog food is very important for our distributions because pets have to eat. And so um, we happened to meet David who was there uh, collecting some uh, food for him and for his, his pup who we got to meet. Um, and we got to talk for a little bit and uh, I kind of learned about you, David, and, and why you were there. And you, you knew some people that volunteered there and um, you said you had gotten some food from there before. And, um, you know, we learned that uh, you had recently or you were recovering from a, a hard time kind of uh, a work injury, right? Um, so, you know, if you want to just kind of share a little with the listeners about what we talked about, you know, uh, the injury that you sustained and, and how that brought your pet into your life, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was actually a operations manager for commercial tires. Uh, so I oversee, oversaw 
pretty much everything that went on at the patient. And uh, so life was going good. I got I got married. We were three months into it, and uh, tragedy happened. You know, uh, I was on a forklift, and uh, it's a Moffat forklift that has three wheels and goes on the back of the trailer. And I was getting up to the top of it, and then I was about four feet off the ground, and all of a sudden, something let go and came to the ground. Uh, I ended up wedge fracturing my T12, broke T11, broke T10, uh, shattered T12 disc, and then have, also have a, my uh, L1. So uh, kind of threw a big wrench in things. Uh, I was in the hospital for, I think, five or seven days. Three of the days I couldn't feel anything below my waist. I uh, had no movement in my legs, uh, no movement. And, uh, that must a, have been a very frightening time for you and your new wife. Yes. You know, those three days. You know, reflect on that a little bit, what that was, was like to you. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I've had, you know, injuries in my past. I used to race motocross and do a lot of different things. But this one... Uh, it really took the cake mm -hmm. and it was like your your whole life just gets like cut down like halted so fastly that everything changed everything about the way you thought about your future your past your present it just all what i felt like it was gone but it actually opened up the door community so mm -hmm. and uh you know it's sad but We've always got to look at the the best in every situation and where it can take you to your next steps. And that was kind of where we were going with it. We had to be positive because negative is not good. And especially in that, no, and especially in that kind of outcome, like uh, nobody can explain it unless they've been there. Like. You can tell someone, oh, you lose feeling in your lower half of your body. And people are like, oh, well, that's kind of different. Like, it's not just kind of different. Yeah. Totally. In that moment, it's everything. Everything. I mean, it I didn't know if I was. Everything. Yeah. I didn't even know if I was going to walk. Uh, so we went through therapy there at the hospital for uh, the next, I think, three days I was there. And then going home was uh, just such a relief, you know. Even though I was still hurting really, really bad, and I couldn't really walk, uh, it was comfort of being, you know, right. being there with your family and not have to sleep alone. Yeah. Uh, the best part about it is my wife is actually an LPN, mm. so she she took off for two weeks and uh, trying to kind of and around the house. So what, what does that job entail for her? Everything. Uh, I mean, not to get too graphic, but I couldn't even go to the bathroom without, I mean, as a dude, you got to kind of, you know, it's hard. Yeah. And uh, for her to take that sacrifice so new into our relationship yeah. just shows the kind of woman she was. Right. It is, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it was very hard on a, because not only was I going, 
yeah, to go through the pain of not only having to work, but then having to take care of me, kids, financially, uh, everything. And that was, uh, you know, part of how, how we met. I, I don't know if you were collecting food for yourself that day, but, you know, you, you had been to the pantry and you knew some folks there and, and you were saying that, uh, you know, that, that had been a little bit of a help because the rent where you guys were living, you told me, was very high. And, you know, so having just the one income for a while, I, I you mentioned that the groceries were helpful. Oh, yeah. So uh, actually at my church, I met a my wife, actually, at home, uh, which was garbage there. And uh, they told us about the pantry. We're going to the pantry and doing that for a while. And then uh, all of a sudden I was like, you know, uh, I kind of got dog, which we'll get into later, but uh, I ended up starting to help out at the pantry, help people, uh, bring the joy out, you know, when you're there. I mean, these people, we, we come there in desperate. We need help and it's like, uh, I always was thinking, like, man, it'd be awesome bring, like, the joy out um, and to be make this, like, a uh, like a joyful time, not not depressing in this situation. Right. Yeah. And, well, uh, you're helping inspire other people. You know, it's, what, it's more that mentality we're all in this together, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know, we, we don't know anyone who joins a food line just to try it out. There's exactly. Is there, and we know that needing food is really the root cause of so many other things. For instance, for you, you know, you were injured, you couldn't work. Thankfully, you were from, from a two-income family, yes. and your wife was really your personal medical team, which that was both of those things were a gift. But from a shared income, I, I'm in a shared income family. If one of us stops working for whatever reason, our lives will change. Exactly. You know, and that's how did you guys, when that happened, it usually takes about 30 days, 60 days for it to catch up with you. How did you guys navigate that? Uh, one, through the food pantries, mm -hmm. uh, through our local church, mm -hmm. uh, really good people around. And, uh, determined to make it yeah. uh we had to i mean ultimately it was you had to have a home living you had to have vehicles so everything else you got to do away with and unfortunately yeah i mean you got to yeah. sit down and make those determinations of what in life right. and uh family was it for me yeah. and so i think that was fun outside of you know, going out to dinner, spending $100, $200 there with the family at seven just wasn't going to work. So yeah. it was about creating memories at home more than uh, going out and doing stuff that's free. I mean, parks, recreational, whenever I could mm -hmm. uh, do that, we would try to get out. But it's, it's a challenge. Well, that, that's you something know. that I was definitely, you know, me and, and you know, my team were, were so taken by when we got to talk to you in Palmetto was just your your positivity. You know, here you are with, uh, you know, rods in your back and stuff. You're, you know, you just recently recovered and you were so, you know, positive about the people you were meeting and, and everyone being helped and how you kind of found that positivity. You know, you, you talked about um, 
how possible it is for people to kind of sink into despair over that and to kind mm -hmm. of lose their way. Um, you know, how for you, were you able to kind of avoid that happening? Uh, I, I haven't had rods yet. So I, I've actually denied that surgery gotcha. twice now. Uh, but with it, it's, so I, I lean on faith for me. Uh, faith brings out the good in a lot of people. Uh, also, not having that like mindset of, oh, poor me, you know, what's that going to get you if, if anyway? Right. So my thing is, is always have a positive. We're all going to have ups and downs. But when you're down, try to think of like all the positives you have. You got a roof over your head. Bills may be paid, but late, but they're paid. And uh, your family loves you. Have all that kind of stacking up and just be thankful for the little things. Everybody always wants, you know, fancy cars, the boats, the houses, all, all of our hopes and dreams. Yeah, but look at the little things and you'll be surprised with how happy and wonderful life actually is. So speaking of little things, or maybe not so little, depends on the family, you know, at Feeding Tampa Bay and at other food banks across the country, we feel that pets are family too. And if pets can't be taken care of, you mentioned the difficult choices that you had to make and they were yeah. realistic, but some folks have to make choices on how they take care of their pets because yeah. they can't. So we met you, but we also met your fur baby. Yes. Lobo. Tell us about your fur baby. And I think if I understand correctly, um, he came into your life, you know, when you were struggling to recover. Yes. So uh, my wife had to go back to work. Obviously, she couldn't stay at home with me with not making money. So she had to go back to work about two weeks after my accident. And uh, I was bedridden about six months. Uh, so during that time, about six months after, depression was real and it was there. And it's like, you know, is this the new life I'm gonna have to live? Is this my legacy to live on? Is be bedridden and not have anything to do? And, uh, you know, your mind is sometimes a bad place. And we've got to always try to find uh, positives. So my daughter actually, uh, Madison, she is, uh, she was 14 at the time. And she's like, let's go to the pound. Let's, let's get you a, a dog to help. So we actually went to the Palmetto Manatee County. And uh, I fell in love with a dog. His name was Lobo. And, uh, so can you said, get Lobo to come over to the screen yeah. with you? Lobo. Lobo. Come here, bud. Come here. He's taking a deep nap back yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Lobo is working. Works. Oh, my goodness. Lobo works hard. <laughs> we don't woke him up. Aw. Aw. <laughs> He's such a handsome husky. For people who are, you he know, just, just listening on, on Spotify or online, you know, he, he is, is just hey, the handsomest dog. my doggy. <laughs> yeah, he has so a face that you see on social media, like y'all want me up. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. And the funniest yeah. part is, so we were. No. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. He's like, Thank you woke me up for this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? The the funny part is, so we were at the pound and we were sitting there looking at different dogs, and a lobo walked, 
Lobo kind of had a story similar to mine, you know. He was uh, by kids. He had, uh, you know, in and out of foster care somewhat, if you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, it was only five dollars. Wow. Like that's all I had to pay. For. Wow. It was like everything just let up, and then from when I took him home, he he was glued to my hip through everything I've ever been through and all like food banks, uh, even church, I would take him there. Uh, and the joy he brings to people and to myself, just because you have that, uh, if people that have bonds with animals, it's a different kind of bond than what it is to a human. Mm-hmm. He will always be there no matter what. And uh, so it was kind of that that bond, and he would go everywhere. He would not like to stay away from. And right. It's been uh, it's been really great. He as I'm home alone, uh, the kids are at work, and the wife's at work, so I'm kind of here by myself, and brings joy. Go on a walk, go outside, or play, or even just lay on the couch. Right. That we woke him up from. Yeah. (laughs) As a hunger relief organization, we know that many people who seek healthy food for themselves also need quality food for their pets. We're very thankful to PetSmart Charities for providing pet food and grant funding, making it possible for those in our care to make one less difficult choice by providing for their entire family. PetSmart Charities is creating meaningful and important connections for people and their pets. So, you know, in hearing your story, it makes me think about how, you know, you've gotten through difficult times with family. He had difficult times and didn't have a family. And now he's gifted that. Exactly. And for being a a dog lover, lover, I have three. um, He's happy. He's home. Exactly. You're home. Yep. Which is just an amazing thing. So you're blessed. It has. It was like. Join in. Yep. It was like, not only did I rescue him, he rescued me. Exactly. And through that, and then with the pantry as well, we used to go there and I had, they made him a mascot outfit and everything (laughs) over there. And we used to go and all I would do is sit in the chair and I would walk up to the cars and let Lobo see everybody. And it just brightened the mood up, you know, in there and have to go through this. And, uh, just it, it was good to make people's day. Yeah, that's what they came there for. They, everybody wanted to take this dog home, and it just. I bet uh, I saw a picture and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> need me one of those." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was like I was telling uh, y'all about like Eve about everything at the bank and uh, the the choice to go there. It was just it was like so easy to do especially when you go and you get quality food, you get quality dog whenever they have these donations. And uh, it's always been a a huge, huge help for us. Yeah, I mean, you think a family, even a family of four or five or three, they're spending $1,500 to two grand a month on food. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get just a little bit of help, I mean, it, it may not seem like much, but it's huge. It and it goes so far. 
Yeah, and, and I know, um, you know, you you uh, had mentioned, like we, we talked about, that you knew some people there, but it obviously wasn't an experience that you were used to. And, and we talked to about uh, we talked about it a bit at the food bank. So, you know, how did it was was there anything that you felt like you had to overcome to kind of to, to get to go to go over there and, and get that help that is available for folks? You know, what what kind of was that process like going there for, you know, the first time? Uh, it was actually it was really homecoming my there everyone's always uh real friendly uh depending on where you go sometimes you get uh places you can drop off prayers and stuff like that uh it was just like basically going through a drive for groceries <laughs> i mean it it was simple as that i mean everything came from Publix, walmart uh any of your higher end food where you would go shop. It was just like, man, it's not just, you know, potatoes and stale bread and all this stuff. No. It's healthy and, food. Uh, yeah. And that it, you it can just, offset or add things to, or, yeah. you know, it's to boost your kitchen and boost your table. And, you know, you mentioned some of our wonderful sponsors, Pet Smart Charities is one of them, that they're so dedicated to making sure everyone has quality food for their home and their families. Of course. Because if you're healthy, yep. if you're not, it's a problem. You can't it learn, is. you can't play, you can't heal. Mm -hmm. You know, you need all of those things, right? Exactly. And especially so, to go into that, like, in with little kids and stuff. And uh, money just doesn't grow on trees, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We work hard for what we <laughs> Yeah, and that pet is not cheap. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I mean, even for me and the before all this happened, you know, I mean I was making making really good money. I mean, it just uh blink of an eye, you know, and then there's yeah, it's fun. great to know there's so many good things out there for people to get. Yeah. And uh just gotta really and accept it's there go do it then the biggest thing was for me was not only did i do it but get involved mm -hmm. and to be there and you know you get a regular basis of group and you get to like experience their lives a little and bring the joy out of certain things uh you know the hard times they're going yeah. and that becomes a whole other blended family huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's like you're opening your heart. You're opening. First of all, you're opening your mind to go ask for help. But then you open your heart and you make new friends. Yes, and people exactly. understand each other. It's like you're together. It's such a blessing for us, you know, that we get to experience that on the regular. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just lifting, helping lift people up that need it. And it's just, it can be anyone, anywhere that has something happen to them like you did. You know, in a blink of an eye, your whole life changed. changes. And a storm can cause it for some. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, inflation can cause it for other, others. If you were teetering on the brink, and our current lifestyle now has really made it impossible for people, and they really need to go and seek help and know how welcome they are. And I really appreciate you telling that story because hopefully anyone listening will open their heart up if they need help too. Yes. So you were in Ellington 
which is kind of our beaches area on west on our west coast, right mm -hmm. near the yeah. beaches, Bradenton, Ellington, yep, Sarasota, almost Sarasota, which is you know Manatee County is is in our region that we take care of the folks in Manatee County, but you're not there anymore. That's no. why that's why we're on Zoom. Yes. So tell us about where you are today and how things are going for you now. Okay, uh, so today uh, we moved actually the week of Christmas. The week of Christmas? Uh, yeah, okay. me and my wife, we just uh, financially and with being on Workman's Comp and having, you know, to make a hard decision. And luckily for me, I have my father and my mom, we have houses up in Georgia as they're like a family vacation. So, what's that? So we actually moved up to a town uh, right by Blue Ridge, it's called Georgia, up in the mountains. And uh, it's been wonderful when you can walk out on your front porch and you see nothing but mountains and beautiful scenery. Uh, it can make somebody like me a little bit less depressed and really enjoy nature. Yeah. And uh, so it was a hard move. My wife had to uh, leave the VA. She was a nurse for the VA for 15 years. So, I mean, that was a big career change. Not career change, but change to her. Right. Uh, you go from a government agency now to the private sector. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, there was a lot of praying. There was a lot of asking uh, my fellow people for food pantries, from churches, like, what should we do? Yeah. And for Florida, unfortunately, is a uh, very high rent. And we were spending half, if not 60%, seven percent of our income just rent. Right. And it doesn't leave a whole lot of room and opportunities. Yeah. You know, we made that decision, came up here, my rent's way less. Uh, still trying to get doctors settled out, but we're getting there. Uh, kids adjust very well. They all got jobs already up here. Uh, Lobo loves it. He goes, <laughs> yeah. running, he goes running up and down the mountain, and he's got little friends through here because we got probably about four and a half, five acres here. And uh, it's been great. And then actually, my neighbor right next to us, which is actually like a grandparent, I've him for much years, mm -hmm. up there in age, you know. And uh, he has nobody. So I'm here all day because of my situation. Mm -hmm. And I can go over and help him and, uh, you know, help him with his groceries and medication. It's, it's been wonderful. You know, I, I, I'm never, I never fail to be stunned, uh, you know, just wowed and impressed by the communities that people form, you know, even, even if it's, you know, with people that you've known, it's just the kind of mutual support that I see so often in, in people in our world. And, you know, I don't even think that it's like um, this thing where only people who are like that, you know, kind of get involved with us. It's like, I think that capacity is in everyone. And it's so great to see uh, that come out, you know, especially in, in times of hardship when people are alone or in need, um, that just kind of comes to the surface. Yeah, I mean, it's like one thing I never thought I liked. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, it's been the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Because wow. then you get to see the struggle. You know and what people go through and 
as somebody that was making decent money, we never looked at them. You know? And it's just right. like how many You're times? like this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's life kind of had blinders kind of going through life, and then all of a sudden those just get blown off. Yeah. yeah. But now you're in a new community that you can afford better to heal, mm-hmm. yep. to get better. Physically, tell us where you're at because, you know, from those who are watching us on YouTube, they can see that you got up to go get Lobo. But let's let the listener hear about how you're doing. Uh, so I'm actually, uh, we are, Blairsville, Georgia is right on the border of Murphy, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina is not far. So we're kind of right on that. Uh, it's like a perfect place, actually. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can go kind of anywhere. And the nature trails you go on, uh, the waterfalls are beautiful. It just, it, it brought a different scenery like Florida. Florida right. is pretty much a one season state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I don't know. On cold days, to me. Yeah. Huh? It is. No, Florida, dude. <laughs> like I'm in the snow when I go outside in Florida. My climate uh-huh. cracks up. <laughs> but the thing is, is all these wonderful things waterfalls, hiking trails, the four acres, you're walking to them. Yes, walking. So I am walking. Yeah. Uh, I, I am in pain every day but it's a pain i'm i can tolerate you know and i'm blessed to be able to still be here and to be walking to uh be able to experience the nature experience the little things. and uh so i'm still uh going through i've had eight surgeries so far uh through the spinal cord itself uh, I've had nerve blockers. I've had uh, carterizations of the spinal, uh, the nerve ending. I I suffer from a uh, nerve tremors, if you want to call it that, at night. Ooh. My legs, so they'll shake like real violently. Oh. Uh, so the nerve aspect's a little bit harder to pin down. My T12 is still in three pieces. Wow. Uh, I have been kind of avoiding surgery because my surgery is a little bit uh, life-threatening and intensive. So they would actually have to cut me front instead of on my back because everything crushed in the front. Wow. So not only would they cut you in the front, then they have to deflate their lung, move your organs out of the way just to get to that spine. So it's been... It's been a challenge trying to make that turn. Do I do this? Do I not? Mm-hmm. I'm 33 now, and uh, pretty much once it rods in your back, everything below and above will have an issue. Itis and other issues going on with it. So, yeah. uh, kind of at a plateau right now but it's okay and uh surgery may be an option and just pray about it and we'll get through it yeah yeah so you have a a, some difficult choices ahead of you scary too because spinal surgery there's a lot of risk with that you know there is it's a it's a big decision to make there is but, but 
getting past, if you can peek past that, is there something that you're looking forward to that uh, kind of keeps you? It's like your center, your sun, if you will, that kind of really, I have to say, keeps you bright because I've been listening to you this whole time and, and you're really going through challenges and I know through faith, because we've been talking, mm -hmm. that you are able to stay brave and connected with everyone. Um, but what are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to being able to enjoy uh, life again with other aspects. Like, uh, I was a huge motor, I was huge at athletic, uh, motocross, boating, offshore fishing. Mm -hmm. uh, going trail riding, mudding, you know, you name it. I was doing it. Uh, I was like, look forward to that. And that's kind mm -hmm. of uh, another part of me wants to help people uh, through doing like stuff like this as well. Uh, food pantries, just kind of tell my story and what I mean. It's a continued story, but it's. Uh, it's a lot that someone's going through and I can still be positive about kind of uh, something that hits home, you know, because a lot of people don't do that. They just kind of stay in their room and they don't really want to venture out and try to help others. That's kind of my, my dream, I guess, would be uh, to do stuff like Do stuff like what? Like this. Yeah like podcasts or people or it's always a salesman you know, I love talking <laughs> I love being yeah and that's always been my my dedication yeah so our time or the show is almost over but we like to do a few fun questions that really have nothing to do with anything but the fact that we know it's people have a great time around the table and you explain that from your past family, your current family. So if you had a table of four, you being one of them, and you could fill it with three people, they could be people that you've met before. They could be family. They could be someone you never met. They could be someone who's in heaven. Who are you asking to join you at the table? Hmm. It's a, a fun, it could be a fun question or it could be, more down deep. Yeah, uh, you can go anyway, any direction you like. Yeah, whatever <laughs> probably, way you feel like going. Uh, my grandma was always a huge attribute or insight to my life. And for her, I would love to have her at the table again because of what I've become. Yeah. And for her to stay, you know, would be really cool. That would be one. Uh, my my brother would be another my brothers i guess and uh probably my my wife actually i just family yeah i mean that's family. family's everything and we take it for granted and that's something that we all should not do because when tragedy happens what do you have you don't have that family what would be truly you have you have your people that's it right so since grandma your grandmother's at the table is she cooking the meal 
Yes, got to. And then she always has to have that. Uh, she called it dirt pudding. Dirt pudding. And, yeah. Chocolate pudding with the. It's it's like crushed Oreos with uh-huh. mixed in, and it has layers. So good. And I have not yet to get that recipe. I want to get it. <laughs> it oh, is no. so good. We'll, we'll trade you for your uh, your green bean casserole. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, I can hook you up because I use that for my kids, but then I put the gummy worms through it. Mm. Yeah. So then yeah, if you're digging it, you put a worm or a bug, like gummy, yeah. gummy little critters, <laughs> I'll um, I want to thank you for your time. Um, you know, the long story short is family is helping get you through the hardest time in your life, something you've never expected. Um, and family can mean a bunch of different things. You know, it, it can, can be your blood relations, it can be your friends, uh, it can be folks at your church, and most importantly, it can be your pet. Yes. So family is very diverse and you are surrounded with love. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep up with us, let us know what's <laughs> going on. Email Evan and I, we'd love to see some pictures of the fam. And we really, really appreciate you telling your story and letting people know you just got to go. Just got to go. Get yeah. Thank you guys very much for what you uh, inspiration. You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok at Feeding Tampa Bay.